It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. We finally got some details to the trade. The f- trade is finally finalized for Spencer Dinwiddie to the Washington Wizards. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So the deal is finally done. If you look at Spencer Dinwiddie's Twitter he tweeted uh, Hagrid and Harry Potter. So it's, it shows that he's super, super, super excited to be with the Wizards. Um, I thought it was a little uh, corny, but it's all good. I still love it. So I'm happy we got him with, for three years, $62 million. So Tommy Shepard works his magic like a wizard and gets the deal done. There was rumors of it being a six to eight team trade, but it ended up just being a five team trade, which is still a lot of teams just for a sign and trade with Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, they actually added it to the Westbrook trade. So Tommy Shepard was able to, able to work his magic and add that to the West, Russell Westbrook trade um, just so we could stay under the luxury tax. So just to explain it in plain English here, um, this is from Bobby Marks. He says, this is what the five-team trade looks like. So Washington, we got Kyle Kuzma. We got Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, Spencer Dinwiddie, Aaron Holiday, and the rights to Isaiah Todd. The L.A. Lakers get Russell Westbrook. And then the Brooklyn Nets, they get our 2024 second round pick. They get our 2025 second round pick and the rights to swap with Golden State. Um, and Brooklyn gets an 11 and a half trade exception, $11.5 million trade exception. And then Indiana gets the rights to Isaiah Jackson, who they got with the 22nd pick. And then the San Antonio Spurs, San Antonio Spurs, they get Chandler Hutchinson, Mr. TikTok. And they get uh, our 2022 second round pick. So we only had to give up two second round picks. We did some swaps with second round picks. We didn't give up any first round picks. And there was rumors earlier of us, uh, of Brooklyn, asking for Denny Avdia and a first round pick and a second round pick. So we didn't have to give up any of our assets, any of our players. We got to keep all of the Lakers guys. We got to keep KCP, Kuzma, Montres, Harold. We didn't have to give up one of the young guys and Rui or Denny. Um, or Thomas Bryant. So we still have those guys and we can flip some of these guys into 
a trade asset. So that's the beautiful thing about it. But I'm, I'm super excited for Spencer Dinwiddie, his fit. I think he fits well with Bradley Bill. I think he's, he's it, like I said, with the shooting, the shooting was a concern, the three-point percentages, but he shot 30% off, 29% off of pull-up threes. But if you look at his catch-and-shoot threes, he shot 37% from three from catch and shoot. So that, like I said, that, that could fit well with Bradley Bill. When Bradley Bill gets the basket and somebody collapses, he could kick it out to Spencer Dinwiddie in the corner. And he shoots very well with catch and shoot opportunities. Same thing with Denny Abdio, you know, and with that point forward position, he can drive to the basket, get a rebound, kick it out to Spencer Dinwiddie in the corner, and he can knock it down. So spacing it would still be very good for the Washington Wizards. He's a very good free throw shooter. Got to the line 6.7 times. He shot 6.7 free throws per game. And that was 13th in 2020. His 2020 season was a really good season. He was a borderline all-star in that 2020 season. Like I said, Kobe Bryant shouted Spencer Dinwiddie out and said he was an all-star in his book. You got to look that up. And uh, he was a good facilitator. Him and Jared Allen, you know, they had that pick and roll going. I can see that clearly happening with Daniel Gafford. Um, That pick and roll, kicking it out to shooters, creating, finishing around the rim. He's just very crafty, a very crafty crafty finisher, um, a bucket getter can, you know, kind of break your ankles and get to the basket and finish strong. I mean, I, I think this is a solid pick of three years, $62 million. Yeah, I mean, that's a good amount of money coming off the ACL. That's definitely a concern as well. He's 28. Bradley Bill is 28. So they're still both the same age and still in that same trajectory so they can grow together and get better together. Um, I think it's a solid move and it's better. It, it will make it easier to develop the other young pieces as well. And are they a legitimate big three with Rui Hashimura? Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't know if it's a legit big three, but it's definitely a solid group of guys. Uh, the team is deeper than last year. Um, instead of just having two, you know, top 20 players and then everybody else, now we have Bradley Bill, Spencer Dinwiddie, who's good, Rui, who's good. And we have more of a balanced attack. You know, off the bench, we got Montrezl Harrell if he stays. And um, KCP should be starting. Corey Kisper probably off the bench. So, we got some firepower off the bench where last year, you know, we we did we had some decent guys off the bench, like uh Robin Lopez and, and guys like that, but um it, it's a good move. And breaking news, we signed Raul Neto. Raul Neto is coming back. So we'll talk about that too. Um <laughs> Raul Neto is coming back. Wow. That's a that's a good signing right there. Raul Neto played really, really well. So him and coming off the bench with um, for Spencer Dinwiddie and, and Aaron Holiday, that should be solid, man. That should be solid. I like I like that move. I, I like that. That's a good move. Raul Neto and um, Aaron Holiday and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, that three-guard lineup. We're not going to be running a three-point guard lineup anymore, but that's a, that's a good signing. I like it. This is a solid signing. Tommy Shepard's making some moves. I don't know the money, so I do want to read this tweet, too, here with um this is from fred fred katz who was talking about our uh, luxury tax situation let me see if i can find it here and talking about the cash space we, we cannot use the mid-level exception at the moment because yeah so this is from from uh fred katz he said spencer did with his new salary brings the wizards about four million dollars above the luxury tax line which meant parting with chandler hutchinson who makes four million dollars in 2021 2022 so that you know that that does limit us we do want to use that mle to sign some guys i think we still need to add some guys but you know trading bertans and we'll talk about in the next segment you know we'll look at some free agents and uh how to get this this roster better and you know where we stack up in the eastern conference so 
we'll get to that next, and then we'll break down the starting five. Who do I think the starting five? We'll just break down the depth of the roster. So uh, we'll we'll get into that next. But before we do that, uh, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on, on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com and in your pocket. Save time and money using Rock Auto. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Why choose to spend 30% to 50% or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or your car dealership? When, uh, for example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but it's only $216 from Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably, low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so let's talk more about this roster. The Raul Neto signing is a clutch signing. I mean, there was a lot of games where he came in off the bench and got steals, was scrappy for us, could shoot the three, shot the three at a high, a high percentage as well. And I made a video, you know, who's, who's going to come back, who's going to leave, you know, free agency, who stays, who goes, who would you rather keep, you know, Raul Neto or um, Ish Smith. And it was a tough decision. Ish Smith, of course, you know, he's getting more money. He's going to the Hornets. If you didn't know, Robin Lopez got signed by the Magic. Alex Lynn got signed by the Sacramento Kings. So those are the guys that were free agents. All those guys are gone. Um, but bringing back Wild Neto is clutch, man. It brings more scrappiness to the team. He's a decent defender. There were some times where they did get him in ISO situations where Seth Curry in the, in the playoffs did go after him. And, you know, Wild Neto could not stop uh, Seth Curry at times. But Seth Curry, he's a tough cover. He's a bucket getter. He can score. Um, so it's not the end of the world if that happens, but you know, Raul Neto does have to, you know, sometimes he does flop, but he's a solid scorer. He's a solid shooter off the bench too. And he won't have to start. That's the big thing. We had to start Raul. We didn't have to start Raul Neto, but last year we started Raul Neto. Uh, it was Russ, Raul, Bradley, Bill, Rui, and Alex Lynn. I'm sorry. That's starting five. The fact that we made the playoffs with that starting five is crazy. It really is. With that starting five, that that might have been the 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 worst starting five, not the worst starting five in the in the NBA, but definitely a bottom five starting five. And I love Alex Lynn, I do the Maryland legend, the Turp legend, I do, but that's just not good enough. Um, but this this so let's look at the roster right now as we stand. We'll do a deep deep a quick deep dive in the roster, and um, you know things are going to change. You know you, get, you we still got some you know some some guys that we probably will end up trading. But if you look at the guard standpoint, so it's, 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 it's Spencer Dinwiddie starting at the point guard position, of course. Um, Aaron Holiday or Raul Neto for that backup point guard position. Cassius Winston, I don't know where he's going to fit in. He might be in the G League again with the Capital City Go-Go. We'll see. And then at shooting guard, we have Bradley Bill, 
and then Kentavious Caldwell Pope, who right now most likely will be starting at the three position, which will be interesting. But I feel like he's interchangeable. He's about, you know, what, 6'4", 6'5". I don't know if he can really guard wings, but he is a defender, and he has guarded the best player on other teams. When he was with the Lakers, he, would, he had the assignment of guarding James Harden, guarding C.J. McCollum. You know, a lot of a lot of teams that they play in the playoffs, he was the one that had to go up and guard Devin Booker. Guys like even though Devin Booker did go crazy on them, you know, he was he had that assignment of guarding those guys. Him and him and Alice Caruso. So and he gives effort on the defensive end. Sometimes we had some guys that just couldn't get down in a stance. And I think he'll fit well under West Unsell. So and Kentavis Caldwell Pope shot forty one percent from the three. So we'll see how he fits. I think he'll fit well with the Washington Wizards. Him and Bradley Bill are good friends as well. Um and then Denny Avdia. Uh, at the small forward position, Rui at the small forward or power forward. And Kyle Kuzma is more of a three or four interchange. So we got, we got a lot of forwards on this roster. Bertans is still on the roster as of right now. We'll see how long. Corey Kispert, um, Isaiah Todd, Anthony Gill still on the roster. Caleb Holmesley is still on the roster. Thomas Bryant at the center position. position. Daniel Gafford and Montrezl Harrell. So my starting five are Spencer Dinwiddie, Brad at the two. Uh, Caldwell Pope at the three, Rui at the four, and Gafford, my man Gaff, starting at the five. And then off the bench, of course, will be Kuzma. Um, Wild Neto or Aaron Holiday? That's a good question. And I'd probably start Raul. Raul. I mean, that's not start, but he would come off the bench. And then Denny would come off the bench as well. And then Montrez Harrell, of course, would be your sixth man. He was sixth man of the year uh, not too long ago. Actually, in 2020, he was, he was sixth man of the year. So that's a solid roster. Now, the roster is better from top to bottom. It's just incredible how Tommy was able to do that. But honestly, you know, being real objective right now, where do we stack up against the rest of the East of the Eastern conference? We still are about a eighth or playing seventh seed. You know, right now the bulls got better. They signed DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo ball, Nikola Vucevic. They traded for him and uh, at, the, at the trade deadline. So I think the bulls got better. The Knicks just got Kimba Walker. So and Evan Fournier, so they're a good team. They got a little bit better. They brought Derrick Rose back, Alec Burks. So they brought guys back, and they signed guys. They had the cap space to do it, and Kimba wanted to go back home. So they, they got better. Um, the Heat got better. Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, they brought him back. And he still got Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, guys like that. So And they brought back uh, Duncan Robinson. So And they signed uh, Markeith Morris, I heard. Yeah, they signed Markeith Morris. So they got a squad, man. They got a squad. So the, the East got better. The East is deep right now. You still got the Sixers, Bucks, and Nets. So did we really move the needle to be a championship contender? No, but we have a solid, deep team right now. We have a deeper team. We have guys spread around, Corey Kispert. We have guys spread around that can shoot the ball. We got to get some more defensive-minded wings in here, though. Honestly, out of, out of all the guys on the roster, we don't really have necessarily a guy who's defensive, except for Daniel Gafford. We don't really have a guy that's necessarily defensive mind. And it's not, it's not a bad thing because Wes Unsell, you know, you look at the Nuggets, they didn't really have the personnel of like a defensive player of the year kind of guy. Like Nicole Jokic, he's not an athletic guy. He didn't have the athletic tools, but Wes Unsell made it work, you know, with the pick and roll, how to defend the pick and roll. He made it work with Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, guys like that. You know, if he can get guys to buy in, Bradley Bill, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie definitely has the athletic tools to be a good defender. And um, so I think they can really make it work. So I'm excited to see this roster, how it shapes out. You know, Davies Bertans, he I would I would bet that he gets traded. 
I bet that he gets traded because I think they want to sign somebody else with that mid-level exception. I think they want to free up some cap space, and Tommy doesn't want to be that close to the luxury tax. But here's a good nugget about Spencer Dinwiddie, too, that I like a lot, is that um, he was in 2020, he, had, he was 36% of rim frequency, 60% in shooting at the rim, and 17.1 drives per game, which is ninth in the NBA. And like I said, 13th in free throw attempts per game. And then last year, Bradley Bill had a 25% rim frequency, 65% shooting, and 15.7 drives per game, which is 11th. So him and Dinwiddie, they're both bucket getters, and they both get to the cup. I just think they fit really well. Uh, we'll see if they fit better than Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. If, if Spencer fits better, I think he possibly could because he can shoot the three. He'll be more of a threat from the three-point line. Unlike, you know, how the Sixers, they, they would just let Russell Westbrook shoot. In the playoffs, I think, Spencer would mesh better because he can shoot the ball. And that spacing is so, so important in the playoffs. we got to make it to the playoffs first. And in the regular season, too. And I think Spencer will push the pace, too. So we'll be a pace of running team, too. And passes per game as well. We were 27th in passes per game. And I think that that's something that Wes Unsell really wants to improve on. We'll get more ball movement and move the ball around. So – but I do want to talk about some remaining free agents that the Washington Wizards could possibly, even though we don't have the money right now, if we do trade Bertans, who knows, Tommy can make that move tonight at midnight. Tommy's always making moves. You never know what he's got up his sleeve. Uh, we'll get into that. But before we do, I want to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And football's coming back, man. It's coming back preseason, Thursday night. You got the Steelers versus Cowboys. You can bet on that game. That should be a lot of fun. Dwayne Haskins, that's going to be funny seeing him playing. For the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but there's also MLB. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% Welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code is locked on. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so I wanted to get into some free agents that are still available. Um, this is day three of free agency or day four, and a lot of guys have been picked up pretty quickly. A lot of guys have been signed, but I still think the Wizards can. They still need to improve. Um, being realistic with this roster, I still think it's an eighth seed or playing game type uh, team. You know, even the Pacers, guys, those teams that are, are projected to be eighth seed, the eighth seed of the East, the Hornets, those those rosters are still solid. LaMelo Ball, Miles Bridges, and uh, Terry Rozier, I think they still have some firepower there. Um, the Pacers with DeMontis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon, if he's still there, Miles Turner. I think those guys, one of those guys probably will be traded, but that Pacers roster, so, and they got Rick Carlisle. So you still, you still got to put some respect on those, on those teams. So I can't sleep on them. I, I'm not, I just can't sit up here and say, I think our ceiling is 
a fourth or fifth seed and everything goes well, like let's say let's say Kuzma plays better, or Roy Hashimura plays like he did in Japan this year. I think those are the only ways that we can really catapult to a fourth fifth seed. Of course, Dinwiddie has to average. Give me, I'm, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need about 23, 23 points a game from from Dinwiddie. Nothing less, in my opinion. At least that around twenty to twenty three for what is he getting? So it's three years, sixty two mil. So about twenty mil per year. I'm gonna need about I'm gonna need what he did in twenty twenty. I'm gonna need what he did in 2020. I'm gonna need him to be healthy for the majority of the season as well. I don't. I don't think he'll be sitting out back to backs or anything like that. I don't know. Bradley Bill didn't really set out back to backs either. Um, so we have a deeper team, and we should have more of a rotation. You know, Bradley Bill. I think his points per game might go down this year, which is a good thing. You know, he's not gonna have to put up 35, 40, 60, and if he does, so be it. You know, he's a scorer. That's what he does. So that's that's what he's getting paid to do is go out, go out there and be an assassin and score on guys. But I think we have guys that can take the load off of him. You know, Rui gets better. Um, you know, Harold can score. Corey Kisper can shoot the ball. Spencer Dinwiddie can shoot and score the ball. So I think we, KCP can help him out too, knocking down some jumpers and things like that. Raul Neto scored off the bench too. It was, it was a good score. Montrez Harold provides uh, offensive firepower. But let's let's get into the free agents here. And uh, I think Kyle Kuzma, if they do keep him, you know, he did have the Capital Boys um, Instagram post photoshopping himself in the, in the Wizards jersey. I think he can improve in D.C. And I might be um, in the minority. I've seen, you know, he did make a tweet where he said people are sleeping on him or something like that. Somebody, somebody tweeted, I think it was Ball Don't Stop on Twitter. It was like um, the, the casuals are the people who think Kuzma is terrible. And I think when people usually leave the Lakers and they leave LeBron, like, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and um, who else left LeBron or left the Lakers? Julius Randle, he left the Lakers. I don't think he played with LeBron. But still, when those young guys left, the Lakers, they improved. They got better. Lonzo Ball just got a big deal. He got a $20 million contract per year. And uh, Brandon Ingram made the all-star game. So guys improve when they leave the Lakers. When they just get out of that spotlight, they go to different cities, they play better, they focus more on basketball. And I think if they do keep Kuzma, I don't think it would be a mad, bad move. I think he could actually help this roster. And he's, you know, what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, has the athletic tools, can score and shoot. I mean, I think if he just play, I think D.C., a, a change of scenery would be better for him. I'm not going to hype him, but I do think a change of scenery would be better for Kyle Kuzma. Now, he made some bad basketball decisions, but I, I think he can improve. I think a change of scenery would definitely help him out. But let's get to some um, free agents here that I definitely think can help this roster. Um, Avery Bradley, he's still a free agent. He is 30 years old. I feel like he's like 35, 36 years. He's been playing forever. Um, he was an all-defensive player two times in his career. Uh, 36% three-point three shooter in his career as well. We know he's a solid defender. We remember him with the Celtics in a Game 7 series and then uh, before the bubble in LA, when he was with the Lakers, a lot of he was hitting a lot of threes. He was shooting at a high clip, and a lot of media people were like, "Oh my gosh, man, what are the Lakers going to do? They need, they need Avery Bradley. They could definitely use Avery Bradley." I remember a lot of people made that a big thing, and he was playing well. He still got a lot of good basketball left him. He he would bring a defensive, he would be a defensive minded guy. Like I said, the Wizards don't have a lot of defensive minded guys on the roster, and he would be one guy that's a defensive minded guy on this roster and I think he would blue he would bring some toughness like Montrose Harold he's going to bring some toughness to this, to this roster Avery Bradley's another guy that would bring some toughness to this roster uh, a veteran that would bring some toughness just a hard-nosed blue collar 
kind of player. So I, I would like him. Uh, another guy is Danny Green. That's if we can get the mid-level level exception. If we can trade Bertons or somebody like that free up some cap space, we wouldn't be so high near the luxury tax. Um, I like Danny Green. He's a 40% three-point shooter, uh, 40% uh, career three-point shooter. Shot 40% from the three last year with Philly. Uh, he has a couple good games against this last year. He, had, he averaged nine point, points per game, which is nothing that wows you, but it's solid. Uh, had one steal a game and an assist. He's he's made a he's made an all defensive team before in 2017. He gets down his stance. He picks up full court. He's a guy that could definitely give Bradley Bill a little break as well, and uh, he could definitely defend and he would help us out too. Wes Unsell would love Danny Green because he, he's he's a defensive minded guard as well. He's a three he's a perfect three and D guy, perfect three and D guy. He's he's about 34 years old, so he's on the older side. So it would be a one year deal. Uh, with a mid-level exception, maybe half of it. But he's probably looking for about $10 million, which which is basically what the mid-level would be, nine and a half, if, we're, if we can free up some cash space and get it. Um, another guy that I like is Josh Hart. He's a 3 and D guy. He had the, the thing that wows me about him, he averaged eight rebounds per game. For him to be six for five and average eight boards a game, that's huge. Nine points per game, eight boards a game. That's toughness right there. He's a 3 and D. He's a defensive-minded guy as well. I like him a lot. Two assists per game, which is pretty solid. Um, he didn't shoot too well from the three, 32% from the three, but that's fine. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not like it's 29 28%. So he's capable of knocking down the three, 77% through free throw shooter as well, which is pretty solid as well. He's a slasher. He's a cutter. He's a guy that does the dirty work. He's the guy, you know, <laughs> people always miss him with the handshake. He's always, you know, missing the handshakes and whatnot on Shaq and the Fool, but He's a good locker room guy. He's a defensive-minded guy. I, I like him a lot. I think he would be good for the Washington Wizards. Um, another guy is Lou Will. Lemon Pepper Lou. Him and Montrose Harrell, they have a good relationship. You know, we saw them balling together in that summer league where Montrose Harrell broke the backboard. You know, six-man of the year. They both won a six-man of the year before in their careers. And uh, he, he's, he's an ageless player. He's a guy like a Jamal Crawford. He's 34 years old. He's a guy that, you know, he'll still – he'll be 45 years old and still have that same game because it's not – he doesn't require athleticism. He just – he knows how to get guys off balance, cross you up. He's real shifty, can score. Leaners, he knows how to use his body, use his frame and score. Even though he's skinny, he knows how to use his body and create contact and score and uh, use floaters and get to the basket. So him off the bench, Lemon Pepper Lou, I think he would be solid. I think he's a guy that might take the veteran minimum because, you know, him and Montrez Harrell are good friends, and I think he would be a help to help us out. Um, so he's, he's he won six man of the year three times in his career. That's incredible. Um, and he played well with the Hawks last year, but I think he would I think he would be a good addition to the Washington. I think they should try to give him a call. Um, James Ennis is the last guy for me. He's 6'6", 215, another 3 and D guy, averaged eight points a game and shot 40% from the three, played with the Orlando uh, Magic this past year. And uh, he was solid. He was solid. I think he would be a good 3 and D guy. So, but Tommy, Tommy won the night with this trade, man. He did his thing. Um, He's been an upgrade as a GM. He just has been. He's been better than the GM that we had before. He's been an upgrade for sure. And, you know, making that trade with Chandler Hutchinson, I'm reading it again. The Chandler Hutchinson part of the trade is to get the Wizards out of the luxury tax. The Wizards are right at a projected $600,000 below the tax after this trade. 14 players under contract at three non-guaranteed contracts. So it, it was a solid move. It was a good move. I, I, gave, it, I gave it about an A. A minus move. I think it was a solid trade to get all these players back for Russell Westbrook. Initially, we had the John Wall contract we traded for Russell Westbrook. They said both those contracts were untradeable. We both made moves before Russell Westbrook. You know, he wanted to leave, and we made the best out of the move. Tommy Shepard made the best out of the move. Everybody was scared that we were going to trade Denny in a first round pick. 
who what player we're going to give up to the Nets, and we ended up just doing pick swaps and getting um, and getting Spencer Dinwiddie back. So I got to I got to tip my cap to to um, Tommy Shepard. I really do. I got to tip my cap, and um, he, he did his thing, man. He did his thing. He did his thing. But before we wrap up, uh, this episode was brought to you by Locked On Bets. Betting on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Thank you guys for rocking with me. Make sure you guys follow me on, on Twitter at E-D-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-